We continue our service with Pam Shaw reading the gospel for us. Thank you, Pam. Good morning. Today's gospel is from John 14. Jesus said to the disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I'm coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. Let us continue. The Advocate. The scripture had a lot to do with the Advocate because next week is Pentecost. Is it next week, two weeks? Coming up is Pentecost. We'll just say that right now. And um, it is at Easter. We've had Easter season, so we have all these stories frequently about the post-resurrection experiences of Jesus. And then it ends with Jesus leaving uh, and the Holy Spirit being given. And the Holy Spirit is really an underdeveloped um, idea, particularly within the Lutheran Church. We don't talk about the Holy Spirit too much. Uh, We have a tendency to focus a lot on God, the Creator, Jesus, the Son, and then the Holy Spirit, the Sustainer, is kind of left off to the side. Uh, It can be a little intimidating for us. But what I want to do this morning is talk and share a little bit about maybe a way to view what the Holy Spirit is, or in this case, what Jesus refers to as the advocate. Oftentimes when we hear about advocate, what do we hear? But We hear people use the word uh, lawyer. But I don't like the lawyer as much because oftentimes when you think of the lawyer um, is one who pleads your case in front of the judge as if the verdict on you is not out yet and you need someone who's going to advocate for you so you get a more lenient sentence or maybe are let off of the charges that you um, are be, or that are leveled against you. And if that is the way we view the Holy Spirit, as if the advocate is our lawyer in that way, I think that's um, not a healthy way of looking at it because it means that we're still wondering, is God going to punish us or the verdict is still out on us? And we know that's not the case. Um, What God has done to heal the world has been accomplished through Christ. All we do is participate in what God has done in the creation God has, um, has created. And so we have to figure out a way in which how do we live as a child of God? How do we live as this calling upon us? And I think that's where the advocate comes in. I like the advocate as one who helps us navigate the system to guide us in our way, to walk along beside us, not telling us so much what to do, but helping us understand what we are called to do. And so frequently, um, the way I like to view it more is not so much as the lawyer, but an advocate as uh, CASA, the court-appointed special advocate. You know, these people that help um, kids that um, are working through the court system, that walk beside them, give them guidance, and help them navigate their way through. 
I don't know about you, but I need someone to help me navigate my way of life. Does anybody else feel that way sometimes that you wish you, <laughs> you had? Uh, Rich Siewitoka, real quick, put across his hand in the screen. He needs someone to help navigate his life. Anyone else need someone to help nav to navigate life through? I think that's what the Holy Spirit does. It helps us navigate our way through life, uh, walking beside us and um, helping us in make those decisions that we need with. And that can come through in so many ways. Normally, we think maybe that happens in uh, church, in the sanctuary. It happens through the music, through the liturgy, through um, hopefully maybe the sermon even, through the prayers, through communion, through baptism. It happens a lot of times through there, but we can't gather in our sanctuary as we once did. And so I want to open us up more to other ways in which we encounter the Spirit, maybe ways in which we normally don't always think the Spirit is working. If you've been joining us on the BYOB Squared, Bring Your Own Bible and Beverage, I've been working from a book called God Can't. And the preface of it is, can God do anything about some of the evil and the suffering in the world? And I don't want to get into it um, on what the book says, but I like one aspect the book shares in how God is, she has empathy toward us and how we experience God's empathy. And the author talks about we experience empathy through other people, right? I think we know that God works through us but also through books, movies, art, um, whatever it might be. And what are those things that speak to our soul that help us understand who we are or how we're feeling? I think the Holy Spirit does that. And so what I want to do is show some clips in which I think the Holy Spirit has spoken to me and potentially spoken to you. Um, anybody see the movie Shawshank Redemption? To me, the Holy Spirit can speak to us through this movie when it talks about what hope is and how it endures. So um, who you're going to see is the Morgan Freeman character at the end. He's just been released from jail. Um, and a friend he had in the jail, Timothy Robbins, has, he escaped. He's now down in Mexico, and he's left a letter for the Morgan Freeman character to find Red, who's now going to read this letter to hopefully encourage him to continue on, right? So I think the Holy Spirit comes to us through movies. I think we've all had those movies in which we want to watch over and over because there's something within it that speaks to our hearts, that speaks to our soul. I think that is the way that it comes to us to help us navigate life. Uh, has anybody ever heard of the book, The Lord of the Rings? Of course, right? One of my favorite quotes that comes from Lord of the Rings is in a conversation between Gandalf and Frodo. And if you by chance don't know what this is about, right? Frodo has to go to Mount Doom to throw this ring that rules them all into the pits of Mordor so it can be burned. And it's this very perilous journey. And in this conversation between Gandalf and Frodo, this is what is said between them. Frodo says, I wish it need not have happened in my time. So do I, said Gandalf, and so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. Isn't that appropriate for today, isn't it? And in all stages of life that we are in, 
things happen in the world around us. We don't often get to choose what goes on in the wider world, but we do get to choose what we do when those things go on. And when we see things like this to remind us of that, I think that is the Holy Spirit speaking to us about uh, our role and our place in helping us to guide and to figure out, to lead us what we are called to do. And so we get the Holy Spirit coming to us in books. Anybody hear of a group named the Beatles before in their life? Uh, one of their songs, how about Let It Be? Does the Spirit speak to us through music? How many people have been uh, frustrated in life or just like anger or whatever it might be, the emotions, whatever is going on, you don't need, you don't know what to do with it. And you hear this song and it gives you a more of a sense of calm or a sense of peace. It helps you navigate life. I think that is the Holy Spirit speaking to us. There's another one I want to share, another song, because oftentimes we think the Holy Spirit and the examples I've used may be so far a bit more encouraging, but I think also, has anybody ever listened to songs or music and it names the anger you have going on within you as well? Maybe you didn't know what you were feeling, but something, it just spoke to you. I think the Holy Spirit can come to us in that way also. So this next one I want to play actually comes from a group named Lincoln Park. This came out in 2003. I think what they talk about spans generations. The lyrics will be going across the bottom of it. We're only going to listen to about a, a minute 15 of it or so, but it's a song called Numb. And again, how does the spirit speak with sighs too deep for our own words, but we have these other things that come in that help us understand how we are feeling. Again, I think so much is finding those things that name the way we feel to help us articulate it. One of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard is, if it's mentionable, it's manageable. I think sometimes what the Holy Spirit does, it helps us to mention things that are going on in our lives, and then we can manage it. So we deal with it in healthy ways. So all those ways in which you see something that sparks, that speaks to you, um, I think can be the Holy Spirit speaking to you as well. We get it through artwork, don't we? Has anybody ever been moved by a painting? Uh, and almost maybe brought to tears, or you just sit there and you stand and you look at it over and over again, and you continually see something different. I have a friend, Erica. She's in Norway right now. Uh, you've heard me talk about her and her husband, Onar, before. Uh, Erica's struggling through uh, cancer. It started off as lung cancer, and it's now in her brain. And she is a fantastic artist. And so she does this artwork and she's gone back and looked at it and it's almost given it new meaning as we go through this pandemic. But here's one that she has titled Arise and a poem that she went and wrote with it. Let's rise together to new heights towards a future in the wait. This speaks to me today. Aren't we waiting for that future? And hopefully we rise together to move forward to whatever is to be that we don't know what it is yet but we're trying together to figure that out. Let's rise together. So artwork speaks to us. And I, uh, I think it, when it speaks to you, it can be that Holy Spirit that is speaking to you. Another one from Erica, Touch the Moon. Where she lives right now, they're getting ready for the midnight sun. But while they have, you know, two, three months of sun, it means they also get two, three months of just darkness all the time. 
And so here's what she wrote about that. A beacon in the night shines an ethereal glow. Haloed light illuminates truths we're scared to know. Chilling whispers rain down, unveiling verities, uncovering secrets, and bringing clarity. I love it. Uncovering secrets. Maybe that's what the Holy Spirit is doing. It's uncovering secrets toward us. It's bringing to light some of these dark things that are going on in our lives, things that maybe we don't want to acknowledge, don't want to face, but we know we are better if we do that. Again, the Holy Spirit, one that guides us in life to figure out where we are going and what is our place in it all. And I'm going to end with this. I'm assuming you all have heard of the song Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong, right? I think it is such a spirit-filled song that gives us hope, that helps us see a new perspective, to let us know that God is working in the world and the Spirit is here. Amen.